Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast for today. Hope for Today is the name of our podcast. We find hope in God and we find hope in God's word. And that's why we study his word. Um, And so I hope you're having a great day. It's a beautiful day here in Toronto. Um, It's about 11 degrees Celsius, bright, sunny. Uh, Feels like a good day to be outside. We're going to look into... Uh, the next two verses in our study, Ephesians 4 and verse number 25 and 26. And these two talk about honesty and anger. Honesty and anger. And so let's read these verses. It says, Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down. Upon your wrath, verse 27, neither give place to the devil. It's very important for us when we begin looking at the rest of Ephesians chapter 4 to keep it in context of what was spoken about previously. Now, we know that he's talked about the church quite a bit. We have a lot of episodes on our place in the church and how God has created this genius plan of keeping us strong in the faith and um, helping us develop into mature Christians so that we're not, as it describes in verse number uh, 14, that we be, uh, that we henceforth be no more children, right? So spiritually immature, just being tossed around. The church brings incredible stability, incredible purpose. It helps us mature in the faith. Um, And then it begins talking about the new man. Now, we cannot live the Christian life in the power of our own flesh, in the power of our own personality, in the power of our own discipline. We need God's help. There is nobody that is uh, strong enough in their own self to live the Christian life the way that we should. And that's really important when we're talking about these next two things. Um, Verse 23, 24, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Now, this is describing the new man, but then it gets specific when it talks about verse 25, wherefore putting away lying. So the new man, God gives us power, in the new man, to speak truth, to not lie, to not be dishonest. Uh, Dishonesty is part of the old nature, and speaking truth is a part of the new nature. So it says here, it gives us two actions, and then it gives us a reason. The two actions, it says, putting away lying. And it just simply, it's almost as if you're taking off a jacket, an old, worn-out jacket, putting away lying, putting off dishonesty, and then you're putting on the new one. Right, So it's a choice. It's a choice that we can make, but it is a choice that is empowered by God. We pray and we ask God to help us with this. It's not something that we can just force ourselves to do. So the action is put away lying. The second action is speak truth. So I'm putting away lying and then I'm speaking truth. And the reason that it gives us is this, for we are members one of another. Uh, When a body part on your personal physical body is not working, right? If your finger hurts or if you 
smashed your finger or if you hurt your knee or messed up your ankle, whatever it may be, the rest of the body knows about it. The rest of the body is aware of it and the rest of the body will kind of help uh, that particular part. Uh, You've got the sensation of pain, but also the other parts will kind of compensate for it, right? So if your knee hurts and you're trying to walk, then your opposite leg will bear more of the weight, right? And so that's kind of the idea that's given here when it talks about speaking truth. Speaking the truth or speaking, speaking a lie is extremely selfish behavior, We're doing it out of our own self-interest. We're doing it because we think it's best for us in that moment, right? Like, I'm going to lie to get myself out of this confrontation or out of the consequences. um, Or I'm hoping to gain something here. Uh, And so we're doing it right there. But it's almost as if you're trying to sacrifice one body part within that moment, not thinking about the consequences in the future or the consequences... um, to the other parts of the body and that they will also suffer. Uh, It's almost as if you're sacrificing a body part thinking, well, I'm not going to have the sensation of pain here. (laughs) Uh, And I think a lot of times we can deceive ourselves in thinking, I'm going to be dishonest here and there's not going to be any pain that will result because it's just me telling this lie. But God reminds us that lying has an impact on uh, other people that are connected to us. It says we are members one of another. Now that can mean several things. It says, uh, speak truth, speak every man truth with his neighbor, right? Neighbor, meaning friend, family, church, uh, member, acquaintances, speak truth with people. Why? Because we're members one of another. Um, commentator Matthew Henry says, of this sin, the heathen were very guilty, affirming that a profitable lie was better than a hurtful truth. And therefore, the apostle exhorts them to cease from lying from everything that is contrary to truth. Um, And then uh, he goes on to say that if we love one another, we shall not deceive nor lie to one another. The thing is, is that it dissolves trust. Dishonesty dissolves trust. In your marriage, dishonesty dissolves trust. In your church, dishonesty dissolves trust, right? With your kids, uh, if you have children or a child to a parent or a child to a sibling or uh, an employee to a boss or vice versa, boss to an employee, okay? Uh, A church member to a pastor, pastor to a church member. In every relationship, dishonesty dissolves the trust. And so the new nature empowers us to tell the truth. Um, we need to be reminded in verse 17, it says, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, meaning unbelievers. So our example is not the lost world. Uh, Our previous habits of the old man must be put off. We can do these things in the power of the Spirit of God living inside you. Romans 8 and 9 says, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. 
Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So how do we know that we're walking in the spirit? How do we know that we are striving to please the Lord? Well, we are going to speak the truth and speak the truth in love. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. God is called the God of truth. So speaking the truth, living in the truth, following the truth, putting away dishonesty, putting away lying, and every man speaking truth with his neighbor is empowered by the Spirit, and it is in line with God himself. Okay, next. Anger without sin. Now, this is interesting. It doesn't say don't be angry. It says, be ye angry and sin not. It's an interesting phrase. It's an interesting way to say it. So, the Holy Spirit of God gives us the power to have the emotion of anger, the reaction of anger, but not crossing the line into sin. Anger in itself is not sinful, yet there is the utmost danger of its becoming so if it be not carefully watched and speedily suppressed. And therefore, though anger may come into the bosom of a wise man, it rests only in the bosom of fools. That's a quote from Matthew Henry. So Ecclesiastes 7 and verse 9 says, Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry. For anger resteth in the bosom of fools. There are some people that are extremely sensitive to every emotional disturbance. If anything goes wrong, boy, they just get really mad. And people are often fearful around them. They're not patient. They don't really have self-control. That should not be... Uh, typical of a of a child of God, okay? God's spirit empowers us to control our anger. Be careful of, be careful to honor the Lord when you are angry. Be careful in your words when you are angry. Be careful in your actions when you are angry. Be angry and sin not. It's like a it's like a flare up. I've got this camp stove. It's this little MSR Whisper Light. That's the brand and the model. And you uh, open the valve just enough when you first start to light the camp stove. And a little bit of fuel comes out and fills this little tiny pan just enough. And this is what the instructions say. Then you light it and it flares up. And it burns off the excess fuel and eventually it kind of calms down to where it's just a flame that's usable. But in the beginning, it can actually be quite big. So you need to be aware of that when you're lighting this camp stove because if you're surrounded by flammable things, uh, you will catch your tent on fire or you'll catch your... uh, food your pack your food packaging on fire right so it it's important for us to realize that getting upset and being angry is a part of life okay it's a part it's a human reaction and god doesn't say 
it's a sin to be angry. He says, be angry and sin not. He knows that anger is something that is is going to happen. There are some things that make us upset. Um, God himself gets angry. The Bible says that God is angry with the wicked every day. But he doesn't cross the line into sin. He doesn't cross the line into injustice. He doesn't cross the line into not dealing in justice and righteousness. He doesn't uh, get into bitterness, right? And so when we, um, when, when it comes to this, the Holy Spirit of God empowers us to control our anger and not say things that we'll regret and that will cause more damage. It, the Holy Spirit of God can give us the power not to respond with actions that are going to create more damage. Okay. Uh, be careful in anger not to have the intent to keep these feelings as they will turn into wrath and become a snare for your soul. Notice it says, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. So it's trying to say here, there are things in life that are going to get you fired up, going to get you angry. But God does not intend for the child of God to be an angry person. Okay, He intends for us to forgive. He intends for us to respond in trust to him. He intends for, for the Holy Spirit of God to comfort us and to remind us of truth. Okay, He doesn't want us to live and make decisions based on the passion of anger. Even to the point where he's saying, don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. Don't even let it go and finish the day without you making sure that that anger is dealt with. Don't let it just fester. Don't let it just smolder, right? Uh, And then it goes on to say in verse 27, now again, interpreting the Bible grammatically here, verse 27, verse 26 and 27 is one sentence. So it says, and be angry and sin not, let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil, right? Continued anger gives the devil a reserved place or a reserved seat. And that's what it would, what it, when you look up the word, it means uh, when it says neither give place to the devil, it's like a reserved spot, like a reserved parking spot or like a reserved slot on your bookshelf for that, for that book. Okay. So when I, when I, when I choose to keep anger, I choose not to forgive. I choose not to let it go but I choose to keep and hold on to it, not allow God's spirit to empower me to let it go, I'm actually giving the devil a place in my life instead of giving God a place in my life. And boy, does the devil take that and use that. And he can control people and their lives can be quite chaotic and out of control. Why? Because they won't let go of the anger. The Bible says in Psalm 37, verse 8, Cease from anger, forsake wrath, fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Talking about revenge. Proverbs 15, 1. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. You can see a soft answer turneth away wrath, grievous words stir up anger. This is a reaction, right? The Holy Spirit of God can empower us to give a soft answer to someone who is trying to make us angry or is doing something that's making us angry. 
A wrathful man stirreth up strife, but he that is slow to anger appeaseth strife. That's Proverbs 15, 18. Proverbs 16, 32. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh the city. Okay, we need God's help for this. God is going to enable us to not be angry with our spouse, not be angry with our children, not be angry with our boss or a family member or someone at church or a neighbor. God can give us the grace that we need to be angry and sin not. And he can give us the grace when that anger flares up. He can comfort us, calm us down, give us proper perspective, and then dismiss it and trust God with that. Remember, this is only possible through the power of the Holy Spirit. If you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, you don't have this power. Um, Once again, Romans 8 and 9, it says, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. You have to know for sure that you're a sinner. You have to agree with God that you're a sinner. Then you have to agree and believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. He took your place. He took your punishment for your sin. That's why he died on the cross for us. He met God's demands for justice, for the sins of the whole world. And what's required of us is simple faith and trust in Christ. And that what he did for us is sufficient to completely pay our sin debt. This gives us eternal forgiveness from God. Um, And when we do that, when we turn our lives over to Christ, we give our heart to him, trusting him to forgive us and take us to heaven when we die. At that moment, God gives you the gift of his spirit that dwells inside of you. And he empowers believers to um, be honest and not to dwell or not to live as an angry person. There are other things that uh, these verses will continue to talk about. The following verses will talk about other things. Uh, Kindness, forgiveness, not grieving the Holy Spirit. But again, all of these things are empowered by the Holy Spirit of God. We need God to live this way. And it results in us living in peace and love and grace and temperance. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Pray that you have a good day. Be sure to encourage somebody.